Hello and welcome to TechBuzz India. Your dose of the most important news and updates from the startup world in India. I'm your host Rahul Gadkari. Thanks for tuning in. We're living through interesting times in the Indian tech ecosystem. The Indian Premier League, which is set to be hosted in Dubai this year, saw fantasy sports platform Dream11 win a 30 million dollar bid to become its title sponsor. The only other bidder was EdTech platform Unacademy, which has instead become an official sponsor. A sign of things to come, I suppose. Well, I'll get cracking as I have a lot to tell you all about. From acquisitions, product launches, and international expansion, it's been a busy few weeks here. Let's start with updates on stories we covered on previous episodes. Incidentally, both are about the Reliance Group. We just can't keep them off the podcast or the news. Well, we discussed the possibility of Reliance acquiring e-pharmacy NetMeds. The deal was finally announced this week, where Reliance Retail acquired a 60% stake in NetMeds for close to 85 million dollars. It looks like Reliance has been gearing up to create a consortium of different businesses to ride on the back of Geo platforms. This opens up the possibility to directly order medicines on WhatsApp in the near future, given that Facebook has heavily invested in Geo and that Geo will launch GeoMart on WhatsApp sometime soon, or so one hopes. The acquisition likely also forced two other major e-pharmacy players, PharmEasy and MedLife. to merge and create a 1 billion dollar combined entity not to forget that amazon already launched its own e-pharmacy business in bangalore last week e-pharmacy has seen a huge surge fueled by covid-19 the rush to enter the space has left me wondering if too many cooks will spoil the broth for businesses in the space be that as it may one thing is for certain consumers are laughing all the way to well the couch since we're all stuck at home Moving on in more news about Reliance after reporting on the prospect of a Reliance Future Group deal in the last few episodes there is finally some closure on the topic Reliance announced that it was acquiring the retail wholesale logistics and warehousing businesses of the Future Group for 3.38 billion dollars This investment brings brands such as Big Bazaar, FBB, Food Hall, Heritage Fresh and WH Smith under the Reliance umbrella. This is going to help Reliance scale up its fledgling business, if you can call it that, GeoMart. The infrastructure that this acquisition provides Reliance should help in its quest to capture the grocery segment. The deal also makes Reliance the largest player in both the retail and lifestyle segments. More power to Reliance. Time now to move to the main stories of the week. We start with news from Google. As you know, Google has been pretty bullish about India for the past several years. It recently invested in Jio as part of a pledge to invest 10 billion dollars in India. Google has now announced the launch of an entry-level job search app, Kormo Jobs in India. The app targets job seekers to apply for entry-level jobs such as retail, logistics, hospitality and services. The news comes at a time when we have seen record job cuts across the board. So this might be a good platform for people to search for jobs as the economy starts to open up. The app has features like location-wise job search and in-app interview scheduling. It also has key skilling content to learn and earn more with this india becomes the third country after indonesia and bangladesh where kormo jobs has already been launched 
Google claims to have more than 2 million verified jobs on its platform and the app has already seen more than a million downloads. The Delhi government also recently launched its own jobs portal, Rozgar Bazaar, that has seen over 1 million people register for over 800,000 job listings. LinkedIn, incidentally, does not have a huge presence in India in comparison and hasn't made significant inroads in the smaller metro cities. With a lot of blue-collar jobs being displaced and job losses at all levels, expect to see more tech-enabled platforms enter the fray. Our second story is about the TikTok ban. After the ban, short video has continued to be a hot space in India. Facebook is the latest entrant and has started testing a short video feature within its main app, allowing users to watch and create lip-sync videos on the platform. This development comes on the top of Instagram launching a similar feature, Reels, a month ago. We had reported on it at the time. According to sources, Facebook services in India have increased by more than 25% since the ban on TikTok. However, it will not be easy to fill the void due to the cutthroat competition in the segment, with YouTube also planning to launch short for Indian audiences. The space has seen some high drama and venture funding, but TikTok is not rolling over and is trying to get its way back into India by engaging with, wait for it, Reliance, in the hopes of selling its local business in the country. There is still a long way to go for anyone to truly replace TikTok especially on the creator side. So for now, the race continues. In other big news, the National Payments Corporation of India, also known as the body that created UPI, is gearing up for international expansion. It has floated a new entity called the NPCI International Limited, or NIPL, to take its digital payments technology, UPI, and card network, Rupay, to global market. NIPL is an advanced conversation with a few banks and financial firms to test a UPI-like infrastructure for the UAE and parts of Southeast Asia. This news comes at a time when UPI has broken its previous records to reach an all-time high of 1.49 billion transactions in July. It is one of the most simple, safe and cost-effective mobile payment systems in India and can be a true disruptor in other markets as well. Rupee equivalents do exist in both China and Japan, but none have made substantial inroads abroad. In other news, WhatsApp business has achieved a new milestone as it crossed the 100 million download mark in India. About 50% of these downloads occurred within the last 12 months. That's crazy. This increased adoption has been fueled by the national lockdown owing to COVID as small and medium businesses are turning to digital channels to collect payments and connect with their customers. We also talked about the launch of WhatsApp Pay in India in our last episode and all of it is pointing towards WhatsApp moving towards the path of becoming a quasi-super app where users can seamlessly engage in digital commerce. The synergies from Facebook's investment in Reliance coupled with WhatsApp Pay and business can be mind-boggling and will put Reliance in a sweet spot to compete with Amazon and Flipkart. Keep watching this space for more updates on this. Now, after a long, long wait, Apple is finally opening its first retail store in India next year. This had been on the cards for a while now, but Apple was not able to open stores because of an Indian regulation requiring foreign retailers to source at least 30% of their raw materials locally. So far, Apple has been selling its products through third-party stores such as Imagine and Maple. It's a big move which will allow Apple to create a stronger brand identity in India. Its stores and unique in-store experience have been a key differentiator for the company across the world. 
Apple has also announced the launch of its own online store in September ahead of Diwali, indicating that it will not have to rely on e-commerce players such as Amazon and Flipkart to sell its products. It looks like Apple is finally focusing all its energies on making India a big market. And now our final story of the episode. Uber has launched an on-demand 24-7 auto rental service in India. They already had a rental service for cars back in 2018. This comes on the back of a really difficult period for Uber in India. The company is reportedly currently operating at close to 10% of its pre-COVID volumes and really needs to turn around the India business. While Uber already has auto rides on the platform, it was mostly used for routine office commutes in metro cities. With those rides drying up, this might be an attempt to open up to the wider market. I would be surprised if this helps turn around Uber's fortunes in India, at least not in a materially relevant way. Rival Ola has taken to food delivery to help tide over the pandemic through a number of in-house brands such as Bolsom and is rapidly expanding to introduce new ones. Regardless, it's going to be a tough 12 months for both companies. That's all for this episode then. Follow us on our website www.techbuzzindia.in to keep up with the latest. If you enjoyed it, please do share the podcast with your friends and family and leave a review on the podcasting platform of your choice. Do write to me with your feedback. We love to hear from you. We continue to grow the TechBuzz India team and are looking for folks on content. It's a great opportunity to build this into one of India's leading podcasts and become intimately familiar with the Indian startup ecosystem. Please send me a message at rahul at techbuzzindia.in if you're interested or know someone who is. Until we meet again, stay safe and thank you again for listening.